Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today, disc degeneration and disc degenerative joint disease. Okay, they're all um, by the same name. It is the literally these two conditions, which are actually the same condition. It's a total failure of the medical system. Uh, we're going to be going causes, solutions, and how to reverse this problem. Now, all of this will be put on YouTube and Facebook tonight. Um, Homeland Security, though, is starting to give us some shit. So uh, it will be on Dr. BVIP as long as they, uh, the Ministry of Truth allows us to have those private sites. Uh, and that's going to be the uncut version. And please, uh, join uh, the Dr. BVIP or the Extreme Health Academy. We really appreciate your support for all those people out there. It was just a two-hour, ten-minute seminar this past weekend for Extreme Health Academy, and it was fun. So let's look at um, the medical system and how it treats it. Now, degenerative disc disease and degenerative joint disease are the same thing. It's also called osteoarthritis. Arth means joint, itis means um, inflammation. Now, osteoarthritis is a non-inflammatory joint inflammation. So what's, what's the entire medical world looking at? Okay, you got a pain, we got a drug. Why? Because the pharmaceutical industry has taken over the medical world. It's actually taken over the entire world. Um, it, the, the key is we, there's, an, there's an arrogance and an ignorance that, that people have in the medical system. Um, Dr. David Sackett, and this is one of the most famous quotes, of, uh, he's, he's the father of evidence-based medicine. He said this at, at a graduation once, quote, half of what you learn in medical school will be shown to be either dead wrong or out of date within five years of your graduation. The trouble is no one can tell you which half. So the most important thing to learn is to learn on your own. Brilliant, brilliant. I mean, that, that is the greatest advice. Uh, now, um, you got to figure, um, people are told symptoms, particularly when you're talking about uh, arthritis, that it's hereditary, runs in the family. Worse yet, they'll say it's idiopathic, it's old age. None of these things are, are um, actually true. People are not told that symptoms are clues to underlying problem. It's symptom drug, symptom drug. That's, that's our entire medical system. Now, when we go over uh, the two main types, osteoarthritis, uh, which is degenerative joint disease and degenerative disc disease, remember, it's a non-inflammatory arthritis, which, which means it's in the category of joint inflammation. Now, rheumatoid arthritis, now one thing about osteo, it's not symmetrical, it's one, one side. Um, rheumatoid arthritis, and there's a whole bunch of rheumatic diseases. There's scleroderma, lupus, psoriatic arthritis, dermatomyositis. There's a, there's a lot of things in the rheumatic disease category. But the rheumatic, rheumatoid arthritis is where the body attacks itself. Now, typically, it's going to be bilateral on both sides. It's going to be symmetrical, where osteoarthritis is generally one. Now, osteoarthritis... Um, the solutions for it, you've got to correct the biomechanics because it is from a trauma. So if you have arthritis of the knee, say, for instance, you've got to fix the 
biomechanics of the foot. You got to fix the nerves in the low back, the pelvic instability, everything. You got to get your blood healthy. So there's going to be diet and supplements. You got to reduce and eliminate toxins. You got to deal with the physical, chemical, emotional stress. Literally, that is the solution. Now, the solution for rheumatoid arthritis and scleroderma, lupus, psoriatic arthritis, all of this, same thing. You've got to correct the biomechanics. But on this one, you've got to heal the gut because this is 80% of the immune systems in the gut. So healing the gut is the key. Then you have to get your blood healthy now, if you, and, and reduce and eliminate toxins and effectively deal with the stressors, the physical, chemical, emotional stress. See, when you look at at the medical world, um, that they have no idea about about what's the causative factors. Like if someone comes in with joint pain, uh, a skilled chiropractor, a naturopath, homeopath is going to ask about diet, ask about bowel function, ask about physiology. Um, here's the a really really great article at a current allergy asthma. Um, in uh, 2014. The title of the article is The Role of Western Diet in Inflammatory Autoimmune Conditions. And it literally talks about autoimmune diseases such as multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, type 1 diabetes, psoriasis. All of these are, um, are multi-factor etiologies. They involve T-cell-mediated autoimmune pathomechanisms, a chronic clinic course that often requires lifelong disease management. So, But what are they looking at? It has to do with the diet or something that's being injected into the body. Now, when we're looking at autoimmune conditions, now this was in 2012, title of the article, um, and this is from the Executive Virginia T. Lab president and executive director of American Autoimmune-Related Diseases Association. Um, quote, with the rapid rise in autoimmune diseases, it clearly suggests that environmental factors are due, are, are at play due to the significant increase in these diseases. Genes do not change in such a short period of time. So that does make sense. So it's not genetic. There's some kind of environmental trigger causing these. Well, think of every joint in the body. You've got two bones coming together surrounded by a joint capsule with synovial fluid in it. And the fluid is a super filtrate of blood. So there's always going to be fluid flowing into it. Now, this is hugely important, hugely important, because this is um, like the cushion. It's because all joints in the body are hydraulic. Okay, now if you have stress where your blood isn't healthy, then that means the joint isn't going to be healthy. And when you look at all polyunsaturated oils, okay, um, they, they create free radical damage. Now, free radicals can damage arterial walls, initiate plaque buildup. Vegetable oils literally constrict blood vessels and increase platelet stickiness. So this means anybody, if you're looking at joint health, and you're taking the vegetable oils, soy oils, things like that, it is literally damaging your blood cells. It's damaging how your body adapts. Now, rheumatoid arthritis is the most chronic um, disease, uh, most common chronic disease on the planet. 
um, you're talking out of 100,000 people, 860 are affected by it. Now, over a million people in the U.S. Now, the causes of RA, okay, according to the CDC, quote, occurs when your immune system attacks the synovium, uh, the lining of the membranes that surround your joints. The result of the inflammation thickens the synovium, which eventually destroys the joint cartilage, bone, and joint. Interesting. So that's the cause, but they're not saying what causes your immune system to do that. But let's look at um, DMSO. Now, I encourage you to get the um, book, The Doctor's Handbook on DMSO. And this is hugely important. DMSO is short for dimethyl sulfoxide. And this has been around for over 100 years. And they've used it in veterinarian medicine. And it's had like a bad reputation because it's not being approved by the FDA, except for one condition called interstitial cystitis. Now, I've been experimenting around with DMSO for on and off for a couple of years. Um, but now I've got a friend that's staying with us who is brilliant. She's worked with this stuff for 15 years extensively with multiple patients. Now, here's... Um, uh, an article out of the PLOS um, One journal published 2016. Um, titled of the article is DMSO Represses Inflammatory Cytokine Production from Human Blood Cells and Reduces Autoimmune Arthritis. That's the title of the article. So think of this. The CDC and everybody else says something in your immune system is attacking the synovial membrane. This stops it. Okay, now... Um, uh, the title, and let me, let me read the first couple of lines of the article. Uh, DMSO is currently used as an alternative treatment for various inflammatory conditions as well as for cancers. We found that between 0.5 and 2% DMSO significantly suppress the expression of pro-inflammatory cytokines and prostaglandin PGEs suggesting DMSO acts on these signaling pathways to suppress inflammatory cytokine production. Okay, let me stop there for a second. This is huge because inflammation is how the body repairs. If you suppress that inflammatory response with like a Motrin Advil relief, you literally stop the healing process of the body and it leads to destruction. DMSO does not do that. Okay, it allows, it takes care of the free radicals. So it saves healthy tissue from any free radical damage, but it literally suppresses the um, inflammatory cells so the body can heal the system and it heals it faster. Similar to like um, uh, the natural anti-inflammatories like turmeric, um, curcumin, all of those. Now, DMSO is also was found to block mouse macrophages um, for the M1 or M2 phenotype. It, it's, it literally slows tumor growth. Now, you can use it topically, orally. I encourage you to get the DMSO handbook for doctors and look into it, okay? And when you find a skilled uh, chiropractor, naturopath, there's a very few MDs that understand this, but ask them about it. DMSO can be topical or it can be taken oral. It can even be injected. 
and this has been it's been just some amazing results but again it's suppressed by the ministry of health because they want to promote pharmaceutical products now vitamin k2 and this is out of the modern journal rheumatology journal vitamin k2 um helps but it um it, with remineralization of the bones but it also does apoptosis of the rheumatoid synovial cells. Apoptosis is programmed cell death. So the cells that are attacking the joints, um, this thing destroys those joints. It causes the cell death. Turmeric is also fantastic. And this is out of the Arthritis Research and Therapy Journal. Curcumin treatment may establish a microenvironment which the effects of the pro-inflammatory cytokines are antagonized. Um, the strategy may support the regeneration of articular cartilage. Isn't that something? So when we know DMSO, turmeric, vitamin K, a lot of substances will slow the destruction of the joint and help heal the joint. What does the Mayo Clinic say? Doctors don't know what starts this process, although genetic component appears likely. Where your genes don't actually cause rheumatoid arthritis, they can make you more susceptible to environmental factors such as infection and viruses. Bacteria may trigger the disease. End of quote, Mayo Clinic. You know, these guys got a great reputation because of the propaganda of the pharmaceutical industry. So I'm going to tell you right now the real causes of rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> Vaccinations, antibiotics, medications, environmental toxins, uh, processed food, sedentary lifestyle, and literally physical, chemical, and emotional stress. Um, Thomas Jefferson said, if, if a law is unjust, a man only is not only right to dissipate, he is obligated to do so. Um, wow, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, so we are in a whole different world here. Um, we can look at the Journal of Immunology, September 1971. Uh, arthritis associated with induction of a rubella infection. Uh, it suggested that repeated episodes of arthritis which follow rubella immunization may be related to continued presence of the rubella virus in the affected joints and a selective distribution of the rubella, rubella virus antigen in synovia and other bodily fluids. Um, okay, this was 1971. 1983, another, another um, journal article on viral infections and immunology. Um, a prospective study was carried out to correlate the development of joint symptoms after rubella immunization. Um, and then it goes on to state that the vaccine-associated arthritis may occur as consequence of secondary rather than primary infection of the rubella virus. Uh, again, Frontiers of Immunology, another journal article. Now remember, all of these journal articles that I'm reading from that show that um, vaccines um, have been linked to and suspected to causing the immune system to attack itself um, are we can no longer put on um, you know YouTube, Facebook because of the of the massive censorship. So, just though I'm reading these articles, I don't know if the Ministry of Truth, which is actually the propaganda ministry, will allow me to present it. 
But here's out of Frontiers in Immunology 2013, the mechanism of action of adjuvants. Um, quote, adjuvants are used in many vaccines, but their mechanism of actions are not fully understood. Understanding the mechanism of action of the adjuvants will provide a critical information on how innate immunity influences the development of adaptive immunity. Um, okay, so uh, then we have another journal article on the role of uh, gut microbiota and the mucosal barrier or in the pathogenesis of inflammatory and autoimmune diseases. Uh, this is out of Cellular and Molecular Immunology in 2011. Um, <laughs> quote, the major killers in the developed world are cardiovascular disease and cancer. Moreover, the steadily increasing prevalence of chronic disorders like allergy, arthritis, and other inflammatory autoimmune conditions is causing significant morbidity. Super antigens are microbial components that have been shown to partially effectively um, effective in inducing inflammatory reactions. And it goes on to state that if you have an abnormal gut bacteria um, or gut flora, that can cause a problem. And here's another journal article at a vaccine, vaccination and autoimmunity. Um, uh, measles, hepatitis B vaccine, and multiple sclerosis uh, has been associated with it. Tetanus toxoid, influenza vaccines, polio vaccines um, have, been, um, have been related to autoantibodies uh, such as rheumatoid arthritis. And at the bottom one, conflicting data exists on the connection between autism and vaccination with the measles vaccine. So, but again, this is now that we no longer have uh, laws in this country or um, legal system that is going to protect the, the public. Um, you cannot sue the companies for damaging your kids, and you can't even sue the government for eliminating informed consent, which is part of the Nuremberg Code, and this is part of those inalienable rights that, uh, well, we can't call them inalienable rights because right now they're privileges. You no longer have the inalienable right of freedom of speech or freedom of assembly. They are now privileges bestowed on you by the government. Um, boy, I'm looking at here... A, there's a couple of slides that I need to take out because I don't think this will play on YouTube because of the ministry truth. Um, realize that if you know anyone that's signing up for this new COVID vaccine, the long-term effects are unknown. Uh, nobody knows what it's going to do in your body. We know it has antibody-dependent enhancement. Will it contribute to joint destruction? We don't know. But there are 13 different adult vaccines on the adult vaccine schedule. If you do get the vaccine passport for the COVID, I guarantee you, you will be in line for getting all of these vaccines. Um, and this will be forced on you if you want to get a job, um, travel, get food, or go to restaurants. Um, if I said this a few months ago, you'd say conspiracy theorist, crazy person. So now let's look at um, the the not the rheumatoid arthritis. Let's look at the mechanical distortion, which is degenerative disc disease. It is a mechanical problem. It is a mechanical distortion. 
Now, when we look, and this is out of Kirkcaldy and Willis, which is one of the greatest books. This is like a biomechanics Bible. This and Pajabi and White, both are fantastic. Um, they took um, a cadaver joints and some young cadaver and old cadavers and put them under pressure, compression, torsion, and they found out that many elderly joints proved to be just as strong in torsion and compression as the younger ones. And the degeneration changes do not appear unless the joint has been damaged by trauma. So it is an adaptation. A degenerative joint disease is not a disease. It is an adaptation to trauma, from trauma. And it's the same thing with degenerative disc disease. So age is not a factor. Now, when we look at this, discs, and let's just look at the spine, for instance, discs have a horrible blood supply. They get their nutrients through movement. So if there's been a trauma, there's alteration in movement. The body is going to do everything it can to protect that joint. Now, the discs are 80 interconnecting rings of ligamentous tissue. Um, in fact, on a cadaver, you could take a probe that looks kind of like a pencil and pass it at bone pretty easy. Bone's fairly porous, but you can't beat it into a disc with a hammer. Discs are incredibly tough. And then they get their nutrients through movement. So in order for you to herniate a disc or cause disc damage, I mean, you have had to have um, a terrific, terrific force loading on that and, and long-term damage or degeneration. So now is, when we look at an x-ray and we see beautiful, normal, healthy, pretty joints, and then we see joints that are distorted with a small disc, is this degeneration or is the body stabilizing unstable segments? I guarantee you it's stabilizing. Uh, now, it's interesting. Chronic pain affects about half the U.S. population. Um, and, we, you know, you've heard of the opioid crisis. And just, just knowing, you know, there's a little slam on the pharmaceutical industry. The Purdue executive to Congress in 2001, quote, Addiction is not common. Addiction is rare in the pain patient who is properly managed. Okay, end of quote. That, that was oxycodone, hydrocodone. Now, these guys made billions off of this drug, and they turned in a good hunk of America into drug addicts. Um, well, what about Vioxx? Okay, Vioxx was also amazing. Vioxx um, was pulled from the shelf after it killed, and it was approved in 1999, okay, and so five years later, five years later, it was pulled from the shelves after 27,000 known deaths. At two, by 2016, so it was pulled off of the shelves, but people still had it or they ended up with something else. And here's an old quote from the journal article promoting Vox. Quote, the overall mortality rate and the rate of death from cardiovascular causes were similar in the two groups. Isn't, isn't that crazy? So we're looking at lies, deception, and lies. Um, so it was approved for about five years. It made um, almost $3 billion, uh, you know, but killed possibly 100,000 people. Yeah, no problem with there. Um, so when, when we look at how the body works, 
there's three stressors that you got to deal with, physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. um, Degenerative disc disease is not a disease. It is an adaptation to trauma. That's guaranteed. So what do you have to do? You have to fix the trauma. You have to correct the problem. If a joint has been misaligned because of physical, chemical, or emotional stress, you have to realign that joint. And that's going to be pressure over time, just the same way a dentist realigns your teeth, the same way that a chiropractor is going to realign the spotty. Now, when you're looking at, 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 and this is for all the doctors and people out there, okay, if you have low back pain and you're not looking at the biomechanics of the foot, the knees, the pelvis, if you have low back pain and you're not looking at the mid-back, the neck area, um, you're not looking at the entire structure, there is no way that person is going to get better. You have to look at the entire body. And I'm talking, we're doing uh, full-body thermographies to check for toxicity. We're looking at, at the neck area. If there's forward head carriage, that's going to be a contributing factor. So all arthritic problems, you have to look at the entire structure. And one of the best things you can do is do pre- and post-x-rays. And I know it sounds crazy, but when you're taking an x-ray film of someone, you're documenting um, problems. What we'll do is take an x-ray, a static x-ray, but we'll also do a stress x-ray. Because if we see loss of curve degeneration, we'll have that person look up and bend that, bend that neck into extension to see how it's moving. And then that gives us an idea of how much we can correct it. Um, and we're going to bring up a couple of before and after x-rays uh, so that, that we can review and show you what normal is, show you what corrections are. And I'm going to bring up some pretty challenging cases. And that's, that's all going to be tonight. Just realize, if you have degenerative disc disease or degenerative joint disease, for one, it's not degeneration and it's not a disease. The next is it's the end result of a trauma. So you need to find somebody that's going to take an x-ray, do a series of adjustments, take a post-x-ray to document the structural and neurologic changes. Um, and, and know that if you're taking a drug, if you're going to the standard medical doctor, which is like taking your car with a muffler issue to a place to change the oil, okay, they're not going to know what to do with a muffler. Okay, you go to a medical doctor with a mechanical distortion of the spine, and he gives you a toxic chemical to cover up the symptoms that your body is having. Um, is that dumb or dumber? Okay, good, dumb. Okay, so non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. This is Advil, Motrin, Aleve. These things destroy the building block product of cartilage. They increase your risk of cardiovascular problems 60%, gastrointestinal bleeding, GI complications, congenital heart failure, allergic reactions, um, 80% increased risk of miscarriage, 76% increased risk of atrial fibrillation. These are toxic substances. To take a toxic substance for joint pain does not make any sense. Okay, does that, does that make sense there? Um, I hope it does. 
because the way that you correct this is looking at the physical, the chemical, and the emotional stressors. Then you got to fix it. Vitamin D and K2, once you correct the mechanical distortion, you've got to optimize your gut flora. Turmeric is amazing, but it's not the cure-all. DMSO is amazing, but it's not the cure-all. You've got to fix the trauma. You've got to fix the trauma, and then your body's going to be okay. Um, now, the on the centered portion today, uh, we're going to look into some amazing stuff on how um, literally the government you know is force, forcing a medical procedure without informed consent, and this is an experimental medical procedure, um, but that's not the important part. This supposed vaccine, which is a gene-altering um, medical procedure, is not going to prevent infection, and it's not going to prevent transmission. So this medical procedure, gene-altering medical procedure, will not prevent infection, will not prevent transmission, and there are no long-term studies on it. And so people are being forced to take this or they lose their job. It doesn't prevent transmission. It doesn't prevent infectivity. Does that sound insane? Um, I encourage you to look at 1984. The Ministry of Truth is responsible for propaganda and lies. And that is exactly what we're seeing. And we're going to cover the propaganda and lies that the Ministry of Truth is you know, and we could call it the propaganda ministry, or you could call her Jen Psaki, or you could call him um, Fauci. So we're going to cover this in detail on the part that hopefully the Ministry of Truth will allow us to have ours, but we're also going to bring up that Homeland Security um, looks at us as a threat for presenting truthful information. This is Dr. John Bergman your advocate for health. God bless you. I love you, and I'll see you tonight.